Hello and greetings. Welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh. Today I have my sister in Christ with me and you've probably already seen her smiling face uh, along some broadcasts with me because the Lord had put me and her and Paul together to do some series on going deeper and uh, evaluating our lives and some uh, repentance strategies, if you will. But we've been doing some broadcasting together for a while now. But today I have the honor and privilege to interview her. And she is a woman of many talents and she is an author. She is a, um, a, a songwriter and singer. She's a podcaster. And I always add on a Bible teacher because she is full of the word of God and ready to deliver it to people through whatever medium the Lord has for her. It's interesting because before the broadcast, we were chatting and this is just a woman who is a yielded vessel. She takes every day by saying, OK, God, what are we doing today? Uh, not that she's being reckless with her walk. She is very intentional with what she does, but she's very spirit led. And so that's why I wanted to get her on the show. And I wanted to talk to her about some of her writings and some of her music to share her with you all. So, April, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Maggie. I'm I'm so excited to be here with you on your show. I appreciate you. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I am absolutely loving what God is doing through you. And so you do a lot of different things, wear a lot of different hats like myself. But I know that music is your heartbeat for the Lord. And it comes from a place of basically surrender, a place of worship and honor and respect that you have for him. So how long have you been doing music with the Lord? Oh, wow. Um, well, with the Lord. And so I've been a songwriter for about 20 years, um, just uh, to myself and in in my own personal time. I just recently, in the middle of that pandemic, decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to put some of this stuff out there. And so that was just in 2020 um, and just gradually working my way into getting to the point where uh, I was trying to figure all this stuff out on my own, you know, uh, software and production and everything here in my home. And then my husband and daughter blessed me with a birthday gift for studio time at a local studio here. And the rest is history. I got my first album out and, <laughs> and keep on putting them out as God deposits them. But you know, the interesting thing about all of it was that he told me uh, uh, a little bit ago that all of the stuff that he's going to be giving me all that 20 years of songwriting was, I guess, just training because everything that I'm supposed to be releasing in this season is new. So um, it's interesting. I'm just taking it day by day. <laughs> I absolutely love that. What a precious gift. They knew exactly what was going to minister to you and, and this time and season that it needed to be released. So I absolutely love that. So tell us, uh, I pulled up the website here so they can go to the website. If you guys are listening to this on a podcast, it is aprildmetzler.com and you can find all of our resources on that channel. But April, tell us a little bit about the album. How did, with all those years of preparing and writing and ministering to the Lord in secret, how did you pick out songs to put on this LP? Oh, wait, I'm showing my age, LP. Okay, not cassette, not a track, uh, I guess CD. 
<laughs> well, no, I think you're right. They call them the, they like, they have LPs and then they have EPs and, and it just actually is a designation of how many songs are in each album. Okay. And so I had to learn that through my self-publishing that I did. I'm sitting here like, what am I supposed to call this? How am I supposed to market this? <laughs> you know, what's the right lingo? You know, just because I've written songs that long doesn't mean on the publishing side or the marketing side, I had any concept whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So that was a learning curve in itself for all of the indie artists out there that are not signed to a big fancy schmancy um, recording company, you know, like you don't have a contract deal and you're doing all this on your own. There is a learning curve with self-publishing for sure. But um, I, I don't know because quite a number of those songs uh, were new and then a few of them were actually pivots. So I uh, was writing in country Western, you know, like type of folk kind of storytelling um, format. And I literally changed a few lines in a few of them and turned them into honoring God in an introduction to his love type of way. So um, it's interesting as a songwriter, I could, you know, I joke about it all of the time, but it's like, all these songs on the radio and across the world, across the ages, all it would take is just a few lyrical pivots and bam, we're honoring God with what we put out in the, in the universe. And then we turn around and also um, encourage others, you know, it's just slight pivots and, um, and changes of words and words are powerful. And so as a songwriter, as honoring God, if you're out there listening to this show right now, um, I encourage you uh, to consider those things and, and consider how you can honor God in, um, in the writing. So. Oh, that's so good. And that's so true. I have taken some songs that I've loved over the years by secular artists and changed the lyrics to them, singing them to the Lord. I mean, a love song to the Lord uh, is it's just it's mm, everything I believe that artists are um, they're called by God. It is a gift, you know, a gift from God. And not all of them understand the calling on their life. And so it gets really interesting as you watch secular artists become into the kingdom because they end up doing that. I mean, it's just a progression. So many have come into the kingdom, but I think specifically like there's a John Denver song, you know, that I can't help but just think about the Lord. You know, you fill up my senses like a night in a forest. I mean, come on, you know, there's no human on this planet that can do what Jesus can do. And so um, I just I there's so many different ones that I have literally sang to the Lord without even pivoting the lyrics. And so as a songwriter, I can see how beneficial that can be. So what is your favorite genre of music then? I know there's that Southern swing, that Southern twist on you. Tell us a little bit about your background in that, if you will. I know you live in Oklahoma. I know you yeah. live on a lot of land and yeah. uh, you've got that Southern smile and hospitality every time I'm with you. So talk a little bit about what drew you into music? Well, I should start by honoring you and saying, yes, ma'am, I will do that. <laughs> Speaking of Southern. No, so um, uh, I, I think that as far as the genre is concerned as a songwriter, um, I don't really put a, a box in what I do because 
I've learned over these years that a song really just wants what it wants. And so when you're writing and everything, um, typically, you know, there's going to be a genre that comes up in the writing. And so um, with the melody and everything that and even the chords, like, you know, there's certain chords that ring emotions. Um, and so if you're writing this surrender song, you know, you're going to probably have a few of those like melancholy chords, but then you're going to tie it up with this uplifting chord at the end and the progression. And it pulls them up out of, out of the, um, the, the minor, you know, chord um, type of, of feeling, you know? And so it's, there's, there's an intricacy, every moving part works together. And so this last release that I did, I actually, it's about this, the compassion of Christ. And it's a conversation from Jesus directed at the listener. And so um, with that, I wanted it to be intimate. It needed to portray, you know, that that gentleness. And it also needed to almost um, almost symbolize like this love song back in and it's this call out. And so the chords that I chose were very intentional for that. Um, and then the, um, the tempo is, is all, it's all tied together in this big intricate piece. And even the guitar playing, you know, I asked the, um, the producer to put in cause he's an, a phenomenal guitarist too. And he's on all of the tracks on the albums. Um, if you know, when you, when you tune into those and stuff and check them out, but I asked him to have this conversation with my vocals, with his guitar. And so Ooh. both the electric and the acoustic and my vocals are all having this intricate conversation. Um, sometimes it's answering my vocals or it's echoing my vocals. It just depends on the line and the lyric. And so every little tiny piece when I'm developing these songs are, are taken into consideration. It's very intentional. Very intentional, very beautiful. It's it's like a it's like a, a waltz, if you will. Yeah. Uh, them all just flowing together and so forth. And I love that, love that, love that. You know, I've always had a deep love for music. I mean, I'm telling you, 80% of my brain is song lyrics that I never intentionally learned, meant to learn. They just they're there. And <laughs> um, I know, right? And I have a friend that's very similar to that. When we travel together, we we play this game on the road where we can only talk to each other in song lyrics. So if we've got something going on, we have to come up with a song that had that line in it somewhere, which is really, you know, really fun. You know, people want to know, are you on the road yet? And I'll break out singing the Eagles already gone. And, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's just full of that. But I have never, and I've got brothers that are incredibly talented, two brothers that play music. And we've got a lot of yes. music in our family. I have a son that's incredibly talented. I have a son that raps. It's all this creativity. And I'm like I used to make that negative statement that I'm not creative. Well, I'm a daughter of the creator. Hello, we are all creative, right? And so <laughs> I always admire and and love to see people talk about their passion of writing, producing, preparing, and, and getting that out because it is taking what God has deposited in you and creating art. And, you know, with it, it is music is art. Music is a, a melody. It is a it is I, I just see like the Lord just bending his ear when his kids are writing and playing and worshiping and so forth. And it's such a beautiful thing. So really appreciate what you do. So keep on doing it. Now, didn't you just have a new song come out like in the last couple of weeks? 
So I announced that it's coming out. Um, I am using as a self-publishing indie artist, going back to that for a second, you have to have a, a number of distribution um, companies that you can go through. And I uh, test drove uh, DistroKid, not to name drop or anything, but it's it's good to have this information. Uh, my first distribution was through Reverb Nation, which is also like a social platform and community um, for yes. musicians and artists. But um, I shifted over to DistroKid just to try it out and see how it worked. And I personally, I really like the interface and um, how easy and user friendly it is and all of the cool like bonuses. There was like this cool little um yoda thing that i could make a video clip of and of course I'm, it's the baby yoda I, don't, I can't remember what his name is right off the top of my head but it's not baby yoda people uh it's it starts with a g i can't think of what his name is but anyways um and i it like shows him push and play in a movie clip and the other dude is like flipping it off and he's pushing play and he's flipping it off, but it, it pops up with my song on it. And I was like, oh, just funny. that is cool enough to sell me on the platform. <laughs> I don't care about the rest of it. Right. But uh, it should be um, coming out on September 13th on all streaming platforms. It sends it out to like 20 different ones. I'm not going to, you know, throw all those out, but it's on pre-sale. I don't know how many people actually buy like digital um downloads anymore um everybody usually like from my understanding is going to streaming and uh you know industry wise it's just just is what it is but you know it's available on spotify to uh save and then you can go on any of my social platforms and find the hyper follow link that DistroKid provides it's just basically like a landing page for a song and you go and it gives you the link to Spotify and the link to iTunes. And as they become available to all the different platforms on September 13th, those links will also be available on there. So it's pretty cool. And it's called If You'll Let Me. So mm, Nice. Nice title. What's the, can you give us a little bit of backdrop of why that title? And I, I, I can imagine what the song is about. Uh, you're, you know, can you share that at all without giving it away? Uh, yeah, so I'm doing lyric shares right now. Um, and so you you can see on my platforms different graphics that literally have I'm going through the whole entire song. And so by the time that the release is set, you guys will actually have the whole lyrics that's there and available. Um, if you're following my platforms, of course. I have Instagram, I have Facebook, I have Twitter, um, and Pinterest that these are getting released out to, and it's all at April D Metzler is my handle on all of them. So, but so it's this, it's this conversation, you know, it's, it's the verses are structured to really explain the different ways that Jesus knows exactly what it is that we're going through, what we've experienced in this life, because we know that, you know, God sent his son down here and he was born as a man and it's like the word made flesh and he walked out this life all the way up until 30. So he's experienced life, you know, up until he started his ministry and he can relate. He knows he's been there. He's done that. He's, he's walked these paths. And so it's the relational relationship building in the verses. And then it comes into this point of, I, I can understand 
we're on the same page. Now, if you'll let me, I can do this. If you'll let me, mm -hmm. I will do this. If you'll let me, I will be all that you need. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear it. And listen, I, I'll tell you, I, I always like to go to the site that is going to benefit the artist the most. My son, I just found this out recently, Bandcamp. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I actually haven't set up a website over there yet. But yes, Bandcamp is another platform that you can do all sorts of kinds of stuff uh, with and sell gear. You can sell like yes. music gear, T-shirts, yes. all that jazz, things that you would normally find at a concert at the table. And it's pretty cool. So yes. I just haven't I done my, that yet. <laughs> my own that I've shot like this past weekend, I was in Florida. I was at one of their shows and I was doing all these YouTubes and everything. And then I was like, what is the best way to follow them? What is the best way to bless them? So if someone was saying to themselves, oh man, I love her heart for the Lord. I want to go. Is it the digital download that would bless you the most? Or is there a specific platform? Or just, I'll tell you people, just go follow her. And when you have the opportunity, you can purchase her music. And I believe purchasing it on any platform is going to be the best way to go. Because um, I think the industry your industry specifically took a big hit with all the streaming used to be, we would buy the cassette, we would buy the eight track, we would buy the LP, we would buy, you know, and that's how they would make their money. So I just think that there is a lot of validity to supporting art artists that are supporting Jesus because mm. it's all about him and getting the word out, which leads me to my next thing I want to talk to April about today, which is her book, because I know it was an act of obedience, but, and I have a copy. Do you have a copy sitting there? Uh, I don't, I don't know if I do or not. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> well, I will have to put. Do you have? You don't have it either. <laughs> I, I don't have. I have. I, I I've got the book, and I meant to take it with me on the airplane this weekend so that I could read it while I was gone. I didn't get a chance to, so I'm looking forward to it. But I can tell you, all, I already endorse it because I know her heart and how she serves the Lord, and so I know that it's a good read. So I was going to hold it up so you could see the cover. Uh, but you will need to go and just purchase it yourself on Amazon. You can do that. It's going to be, and it's got this beautiful cover of this red hair with her back to the thing. So I just think it's so pretty. The cover was just so inviting. Like, it's just like, oh Lord, I'm coming to you and with my best and all. So anyway, talk about the book. What inspired you to write it? Obviously is the Holy Spirit, but how did all that come about? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I, I, uh, I've been dabbling in writing books and stuff, uh, for quite some time, uh, but I've never actually finished one and completed one. And in that season, I started back in, I believe 2019. And, uh, it was one of those things where, um, I wanted to share testimony, you know, but I wanted to show God in it. And so, all of the possible situations, you know, that I, I uh, was considering at the time, um, I basically took it and, and walked the person that the audience through um, being faced with different circumstances in life and then um, how to turn to God in those. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's most 
like probably about 95% of it is based on a true story. But see, I embellished, obviously, for um, context for the storyline. And I labeled it Christian fiction purely for anonymity purposes on top of everything else. Some of the situations I um, are like combinations of not only my own personal testimony, but uh, sisters and brothers in Christ and their personal testimonies that um, they've shared with me in this life. And it's it's really all about um, seeking God. What is what is a pursuit of God in action really look like? And that's one of the biggest things across anything that I do is taking the Bible and actually applying it to real <laughs> circumstances so that it's tangible it's like digestible and it's easy to comprehend like what does this scripture even mean you know and and how does this even look you know this is like 2000 year old you know it's like ridiculously a long time ago but how does it pertain now and so um you just follow this woman uh through all of these different scenarios each chapter covers a different scenario and um and it builds upon it. It's like a day in the life of type of thing where each chapter has a starting scripture and an ending scripture just for, you know, your own personal um, daily devotional you know, application uh, to meditate on for that subject matter. But then you get the story. And so um, it's it's interesting. You know, uh, I don't know exactly what <laughs> what started it beyond the. Um, I need to start using my gifts instead of hiding them away. So the parable uh, talent, uh, the five talents, is that right? Yeah, mm -hmm. the parable of the talents. Uh, I'm just drawing a blank right now. Really hit me in the spirit as far as like conviction. Like, are you seriously going to go bury all of this stuff? God gave this to you. What are you doing with it? And it was just this one-on-one uh, -on -one accountability session in my prayer time. And, you know, he's putting my feet to the fire and I'm like, but, 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 you know, cause I had, I was struggling with the fear of failure and the fear of rejection and um, other things that life had hit me with. And so I had to, you know, really just take some steps of faith in all of this and, um, and to God be the glory. I finished it. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love that. You know, I have the copy of the book. I'm at the office. It's interesting. You mentioned that scripture. I literally just had someone share that with me that just left my office like 30 minutes ago talking specifically about that. And it is important that we do not bury our gifts. It's important if we have suppressed our gifts, we allow them to flow because God gave it to us for a reason. I do want to take a moment and I want to share my screen here um, because I want to show you all this amazing book because it is it's just pretty. Okay. I just, you know, I love it. I absolutely love it. And that way you will know what it looks like. Is it coming up on your end? Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Okay. All right. I want you guys to take a look, if you will, at this trailer. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh oh, I got the sound off. Hold on, y'all. Sound is coming. Okay. 
That's actually, it's not playing. It's not playing? But the sound is really good. Like. <laughs> That's okay then. I'm like, I, I don't even remember it. So this is like a year and a half ago. Did the, book, did the book cover come up? It did. It just like had the little play button over the top of it and it didn't like go forward. Um, so she just, so the music that's there is not on my albums and stuff. It's actually like, um, that was one of my very, very, very first, like, I'm going to get this out there, did it at home type of thing, you know, um, but that in my head you know, that particular song that I wrote was, um, it was like this waltz. It was like this dance, you know, with yeah. God, you know, and this, this love song type of relationship building, uh, building upon itself type of thing. But I actually did do a studio edition of that and it sounds nothing like that, but that was me on the piano and doing, you know, different things and trying to figure out the production software. But, that's why I covered it. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's doing that one. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. That's why I wanted to share it. But basically, mm -hmm. I wanted you guys to see that beautiful cover yes. and so forth. So in addition to the music, in addition to the writings, she also broadcasts. Now, y'all know that she broadcasts with me. We're doing this Freedom Friday thing we've been doing for several weeks. You can watch that on HAPS. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Facebook. You can watch it on Creative Motion Network. Uh, it's just been a joy to work with her and, and to share all of that with you. But she has a podcast and uh, it is it is called RSVP. And I love, I love, love, love the name of that podcast. Because it is just, it's, it's, it's special. <laughs> Every time someone thinks about, you know, RSVP, you just feel special. So talk about the podcast. Sure. So it's actually an acronym. I'm sure it's probably why you, you enjoy it so much. And not many people know that they just sit there and see RSVP, like, you know, the invitation where you RSVP and it's that too. It's a, a combination of things, but it's actually stands for reflection in stillness for victory in your pursuit. And all of my content is focused on, um, of course, besides the ones with my, my daughter and my, um, well, my mom's got a little bit deeper in, in, <laughs> in the word. It wasn't intentionally done, but it, it happened. Um, but yeah, so like the uh, visit with my daughters though, or just me and her hanging out. And we do talk about like life and, you know, her view and perspective as a teenager in this world today. Um, but, uh, yeah, all of them are talking about focusing on God in the writing, focusing on God in the music. And then, uh, the heart behind the worship is for all the other different industries that are out there where people are actually just honoring God and what they're doing. And there is this deep, um, intimate motivation to honor him in, in the work that they do. And it, it could be anything. And so, um, I had about almost 30, not quite 30, uh, different episodes in the first season. And, um, we should be probably picking that back up in a few months, but right now they're available on popgospelspeaks.com. It's PGS radio and they are a kingdom focused radio station that's online and he is going back through all of the entire first season 
every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, but normally my podcast show airs on Thursdays at 7 on my YouTube channel, as well as all of the streaming podcast platforms that Anchor.fm distributes to, which is quite a number of them. So, yeah. Yep. I love that. I absolutely love that. So you all have no excuse not to go find something that April is doing. She's doing music. She's doing writing. She's doing podcasting. She also is going to be contributing to our Godfidence podcast. She's going to do an episode for us on that. I'm so honored to have her on there. For those of you that are in the Middle Tennessee area, there is a Godfidence event coming up for you and your teen tween daughter, uh, moms, aunts, uh, guardians, whoever. It's a great opportunity to hear what the Lord is doing. And you can also see those panel discussions as she was our guest last month as well, uh, talking about, you know, just the, our kids are dealing with so much. So I love that you and your daughter are coming together and contributing so people can see that mother-daughter relationship and what that looks like. So that's so powerful. So I love that, love that. And I love that you're doing stuff with your mom. It's a generational thing. God has been really speaking to me about the generations this year. So that's hence what that whole Godfidence thing came from. So I love it, I love it. April, if you could leave the audience with a key. Uh, whatever you feel like the Lord is speaking, scripture, quote, whatever, whatever's in your spirit, what would that key be? I think that um, I think that the biggest key to unlocking that relationship with God is just making that turn, that step to him. So he has a, a very gentle way about him and um, his love. It, it runs deeper than you can possibly imagine. And so I think the biggest key is, is that you know, just whatever you're doing, whatever you got going on today or tomorrow, whenever you hear this, if you're catching this on a replay or on the TV show, after this broadcast, you listen to the full thing, just take a moment, like five minutes and just be still and and turn your attention and your focus, all of you to God and see what he has to say about stuff that you've got going on because we each have these giftings that we have um, and we can choose to hide them away. We can choose to use them to honor the ways of this world, or we can choose to not lean into our own understanding, but trust him in all of our ways and acknowledge him in everything that we do so that we honor his name and and all creation can sing his praises because of you. You are the light. So that's all I got. <laughs> that's so good. That is so good. April, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you got a lot, a lot of things going on. Um, and I so appreciate it. For those of you that are just logging in, please go back and watch the replay. You want to hear what April has to say. We appreciate you. We love you. We will see you here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.